2: We're so proud to be part of the Fans First Sports Network. Let's get right in to this great press conference so that you can stay as connected as we are. What
3: do you know about Cortez? I know what's on. <laughs> <laughs> Only LA, what you mean? Come on. There's too, too many movies. To it's all about the movies, you know, guys watch movies. I'm too young to know about that. It's all good.
4: You guys are getting back to work uh, today, uh, yeah. the game coming up. What's the mood of the team uh, as, as you
3: guys get set for this next three games? Yeah, we, you know, we had our, normally i say 48-hour rule, had a little bit more time than that with the bye week, but really put our focus on these on these world champs. You know, um, great opportunity again for us, reset. You know, last game is behind us, move forward, because that doesn't matter. That's not going to help us going forward. So just get going, get guys back in the building, you know, reset, new week
4: I guess how do you you know, obviously everybody has different obligations, stuff with the holidays, I guess how do you kind of balance those things with doing the work that you need to do to get ready for a Christmas game?
3: I only have one wish and one present I want. It's to win. Just wanna win.
4: How did you feel Zamir came out of
2: it and you talked after last game about being an audition for Aiden, for yourself for a lot of people, depending on what happens with Josh, is this an is this an audition for Zamir? I mean, how do you think he came out of it and
3: going forward? Well first I think Zamir prepared himself each and every week for this opportunity and he took full advantage of it. Maybe the, op- maybe the reps weren't there, the opportunities for carries. And I don't think we hit the 20 number for him. That, you know, that's our kind of goal for all our backs. Um, but what I saw was a physical runner, somebody that was moving a pile that was straining for to get every inch, every foot, every yard he can get productive in a passing game, uh, protect- productive in a um, pass pro as well. Um, and when you say audition, I, you know, every day is an audition. National Football League, everybody's on a day-to-day, minute-by-minute contract because we can all get fired, you know, at the blink of an eye. So that's how we approach today, Guys know it. Take advantage of your opportunities, and he did just that. How big can Trey Tucker be? He so saw him get a couple of touchdowns on uh, Thursday against the Chargers, but him moving forward, just getting that confidence and being a weapon for you. Yeah, no, you, I mean, come on. Fortune speed, man. 4-3, whatever you want to call it. He's fast. He can, he's fast, fast, right? So – all the attention always goes to Devontae, and then eight. And then now you they better look at Jacoby and then Big Mike. But there's nothing that you can prepare for when that speed gets upon you. And I think that confidence in that game that, that came out of it for him, making those catches, making those throws, everybody celebrating with him. I mean, that's, that's huge not just for him but for us as a team because uh, he can split the safeties, and I think a lot of people understand that. But I think hats off to him because it's been a – God, when is it going to come, Trey? When is it going to come? And then, you know, obviously it was a breakout game for him. How much confidence is the defense playing with now? And how much does that go back to what Patrick Green is doing? Yeah, I, I think, you know, Patrick, the staff, you know, even when I was there at the, line, at the linebacker position as a coach, you know, just we, could just we kept talking about the process and trusting and believing it and staying within the scheme, letting the plays come to you. We know where all the attention goes to on our defense. It's to our left side with 98 there's opportunities there for the rest of our defense to make plays. And if we do our job and we do it each and every snap, it gives you that opportunity. And you saw it last week with Malcolm Koontz. You've seen it with Spillane. You've seen it with Jack Jones. You've seen it with Tyree. Now what you're seeing is everybody contributing to a defense that, you know, Patrick is sitting upstairs and you don't really have to do too much. The players are playing at a, a speed and a physicality that less is more allow them to use their God given physical attributes and let them put that on display. And then you put them in position to make plays. And I think that's all come together. It's a group that believes in one another. They have fun with one another. I mean, I don't know what it looked like from the top down or television, but on the sideline, it's, it's real juicy. Guys are having fun, man. And that's good. You know, when you're having a good defense, you, you celebrate everybody's success.
4: Antonio, uh, there's always a lot of pressure for a first round pick, especially a top 10 pick like Tyree. Um, it's, Obviously, has been a, a process for him. How has he handled it uh, mentally, um, as well as the physical part uh, on the field?
3: I'm sure early on he was frustrated, as we all were. Um, but it, it kind of went the opposite with him. Most rookies start here, and then they go down in November, December. His his arrows just keep going up and up each and every week, each and every day in practice. You see something say, "Okay, here we go." This this is what we saw on film, and I think it's a credit to him of not. Coming mentally weak, and I think looking at Max, looking at Malcolm, working with Rob, working with Matt Edwards, our D line coaches, and just constantly doing it each and every day, and really just, I think all rookies when they get drafted in the first ten, first ten picks, they, I got it, I made it, I'm good, you know, man, it's hard, it's hard in this business, and I think he respected that process, maybe a little bit too late, <laughs> uh, was not early enough, excuse me, but um, I think he's done a great job as far as you know adapting to different roles that we put him in. You know, sometimes you got to find that niche of that player that's what, what gets him confidence. And I think when we moved him inside, put him back outside, you can see the confidence just growing with this kid.
4: Obviously, there's still three games left to play for him to continue to move that needle uh, forward. But he's also going to have an offseason knock on what he stays healthy the rest of the season, an offseason where he can devote strictly to football as opposed to last year when he was coming back from, you know, rehab. Right. Um, how big of a difference can that make if he takes advantage of that of that
3: time, to- yeah. I mean, one healthy, right? This whole off season. I mean, I don't think he practiced until after the Niners preseason week one. I mean, he didn't have a normal off season. You know, he was rehabbing in the month of December. Couldn't even run his forty. Couldn't do anything at the combine. So it'd be good for him just in here with our train staff and our and our and our guys here, nutritionists, and everybody just change his body even more. I mean, because I mean, the sky's the limit for him, and it's, it's what he wants to get out of it, and what the the, the work that he's going to put into. it, Which I have – I would be surprised if he's not here each and every day. When 98 shows up, probably two weeks after the season's over, he'll be here right with them. And that's you have no better mentor and leader than to follow him. Look at your secondary and also your linebacker room. What's the biggest area of improvement you've noticed in them from a pass coverage perspective? I think how we're attacking football. Not just with interceptions, but punch-outs. I mean, there's a lot of bang-bang plays. I don't think, you know, I would say probably other than the Kansas City game, not a lot of yak, you know, after the after the catch. What you see is guys pretty much on the string together. If you're in zone defense, you know just you know how that works, right? Everybody needs to move and see things equally. You know, it's vision and break defense for the most part, unless you're a pattern match defense, which we do, do both. But then when we play man, which we got into the last two weeks, to see those guys get up there and challenge and make every ball contested. And I think that's the thing that I'm really proud of when I watch our group is how we compete when the ball's in the air. There's not too many times you don't see a black jersey near the football. You know, the personalities can play a role in that? Because when you look at Nate, when you look at Amik,
4: when you look at Jack, they're oh, yeah. you know, uh, outgoing personalities, aggressive personalities, you can oh, yeah. translate of the field.
3: Yeah, no, all of them, man. It's uh, it's a great group to work and watch each and every day, the competitiveness, the, the spirited battles amongst each other. But more importantly, how they celebrate with one another. That's what I like to see, man. That, that was just, I mean, you know, sometimes you'd be on teams and the guy would get a, make a big play and everybody walks away from him. I mean, these guys, boom. Uh, they gravitate to one another, and that's good. And Obviously, they have the skill set, too, now to do what we're asking to do. So that's part of the process as well. Arrowhead's known for noise so much. Uh, mm-hmm. Are you a believer, and are you going to be using that in practice this week, or because you've had to do silent count so much this season, is it more just focusing on what you got to do? Well, it's always going to be focused on the Raiders, but what I ask the team to do today is, and this week is to bring our own noise. Bring our own noise to the stadium come Monday. Chiefs use a lot of uh, uh, trick plays, a lot of gadget plays. How do you prepare for that as a coach? Can't. I mean, he's he's got, he's got he's got a million of them. <laughs> Every time you think you've seen one, and you've seen it all. Here comes another one, and they're creative. They have fun doing it. That's good. Uh, but obviously, at the end of the day, you got to do your job, right? So, most of the time, where those trick plays come, fringe, red zone, near the goal line. So, I mean. Come on. We're alert to it already. Right. So that's that's being talked about in meetings as we're going forward throughout the week. And that's just everybody being attentive. Like there's no need to run up the field in this kind of game. Right. They get down there. We saw it last time we played them. They ran the ball in. We don't want that to happen. If they don't run it in. Here comes the gadgets. You know, we saw the ring around the rosy deal they did last year. All fun and games. Cool. Um, but at some point, the best way to stop a trick praise is do what? Hit it in the mouth. Tony, so you talked about coming out in bye week as something that you felt the team needed to improve at was not just getting off to those fast starts, but finishing strong. Considering how the, the last game against the Chiefs went, how much of an emphasis is that this week? Huge. I mean, two parts to that, that question there. Um, they're one of the best teams at the end of the second quarter. And it's happened to us in three games now that they've found a the way to get the ball, and then no matter if it's 10 seconds, 30 seconds, 2 minutes, 3 minutes, they're, they're going to score. And that's our job as coaches to put these guys in, and have calls to put us in position, not to allow that to happen. And then when we're in that position, to make the plays. They're one of the best teams, as you talked about it, in the fourth quarter. I mean, that's why they're world champions, right? Let's, let's keep it matter of fact. That, that's why they've been one of the best teams in this, in this division and in the National Football League for the you know X amount of years now. Everybody has to be dialed in. I mean, to beat the world champions, you have to be at your best. And you got to do a little bit more, right? And that's not going above – it's not doing anything out of the ordinary. It's you know reading your keys. A little anticipation will come into play, but more importantly, you know the group together. I feel for us as Raiders to make up our mind and say enough is enough, right? I mean, if you can do it in the first quarter, which we've done two out of three games, being up 17 nothing and 14 nothing, you got to find that we have to strain as coaches and players to do that for 60 minutes. And it's really important in the second quarter, in the second quarter, and the fourth quarter. Is that some of the exercise that you did against the Chargers or, or focusing on against the Chargers in the second half, making sure you kept the foot on the gas for that exact reason? Yeah, and, and I'm even go back, and I know it's a, it was maybe two weeks ago. I thought we did a good job in Minnesota. And when I say that, you know, we kicked off. as a three and out. We got the ball. We moved down the field. The ball's at the 11-yard line, but we happened to turn the ball over. So we got off to a fast start there. So the last two weeks, what, we, what we've been working on didn't quite go in week one, or excuse me, in, in the week against the Vikings, but the next week it did. And to be honest, when I made that statement, it was I, I actually had to reset myself because I told the players at halftime it's zero zero, and that's what my comment meant. So regardless of what the score was, we we're going to play that game, come out just like we did in the first quarter, whatever our calls were, whatever we scripted, whatever we decided, that was going to be the the mindset and the and the, the plays we we're going to come out with in the second half is what we we're going to do at that point. So that that's going to be going forward, and that's something we've worked on. And now go back to that question, Tashad, It's it's. The fourth quarter, finishing. And I was still, even that charge game, like, finish, You know, to see 14 points going on, on the board defensively, that was frustrating. We, No, it don't matter if the backup's in. It's national, it's professional football. Everybody want to play, right? Put me in, coach. Well goddamn it, play. Stop them. Same defense, same calls, you know. Just got to execute. Yes, sir. You mentioned growing up as a Raider fan. When you think of Raider football, what do you think? And, and how close do you think this team is to playing Raider football since you've taken over as the interim coach? Yeah, that's a good question. Um... When I see Raider football, I see, I see personality. I see swag. I see confidence. I see guys that believe in one another. I see winning performances. I see the superheroes being superheroes. I see a, a certain physicality and nastiness uh, of how they play, not just on defense, but throughout. Uh, I see a group that does not apologize. Uh, and that regardless of what the outcome is, you know that you poured your heart out on that field and, um, uh, have we done that? Uh, at times, at times, and, you know, I don't think it's something that you just you hit a switch. Or a new coach comes in, a new player comes. It takes time to build. Most winning organizations takes time to build. The problem is you don't have a lot of time.
4: Where's, uh, Josh, health wise, and what do you, what's your optimism level of optimism that
3: he can play on Monday? Yeah, um, just like last week, I think he was close to last week. You know, that was a decision we all made in the best interest of him, of himself, um, for himself. If I'd be a banker man, I would think you will play in this game. The update on uh, Colton. Same deal. If I was betting, you know, those guys are going through the process. That you, you this is a game you want to play in. Now, you know, don't, you don't want to sit there. You, you, you don't want to watch it on television. You want to be there.
2: That's
3: good.
2: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
1: A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh?
2: Ah. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases,
1: over
0: completed by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash.
1: at LuckyLandSlots.com.
0: Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions supply.
2: This has been a Las Vegas Raiders Insider Production on the Fans First
4: Sports Network. Whoa, whoa.
1: at LuckyLandSlots.com,
0: available to players in the U.S. excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18+ Terms and conditions apply.
1: I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press one. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press two.